0: I'd like to begin with a text, actually. Zechariah 4, verse 9 and 10. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple, and his hands shall also finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me, has sent me to you. For who has despised the day of small things? For who has despised the day of small things? Let us pray. Eternal God and Father in heaven, here we are once again at the sixth annual Amen Conference. We thank you for the blessings of the Sabbath day that has come to an end. And now for the opportunity to focus on this ministry that you put in our hands here at Amen. So accompany me even as I seek to be a conduit of the words that you have for all of us tonight. In Jesus' name, Amen. The theme of my devotional tonight is entitled, Why Media? Introducing the Life and Health Network. And I want to take this opportunity to welcome our wider audience. As some of you may have remembered, I think Dr. Barton mentioned that on Thursday night when we started that we are transmitting this broadcasting it live on the Life and Health Network. So I want to take the opportunity to welcome those of you who have chosen to join us on the Life and Health Network. I want to remind those of you who may not be able to join us now or those of you who are here may want to invite somebody or look at it in the future. It will be form, soon archived on our website, lifeandhealthnetwork.org. In the year 538 B.C., after 70 years of captivity that was determined by prophecy for the Jews, the first contingent of exiles left Babylon, which was now under medo Persian rule, and returned to Jerusalem. In the book of Ezra, chapter 1, it is, is recorded in Ezra oneone 1-4. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout the, all of his kingdom and also put it in writing, saying, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia All the kingdoms of the earth, the Lord God of heaven, has given me, and he has commanded me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is among you of his people? May his God be with him. And let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is God which is in Jerusalem, and whoever is left in any place where he dwells, let the men of his place help him with silver and gold, with goods and livestock, besides the freewill offerings for the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. Ezra records that Cyrus commanded that all the articles of the temple that the Babylonians had removed be returned and that the temple in Jerusalem be rebuilt. And so my question to you tonight is why, why was it important that the temple be rebuilt and that Jerusalem be restored? Was it just to fulfill a prophecy by Jeremiah 70 years earlier, as, as was mentioned? Was it just that the Jews may again be able to offer sacrifices at the temple, which had been suspended? Was it because their punishment for disobedience was now complete? You may answer yes to all of the above, But the most compelling reason for this to be fulfilled is recorded in the book of Haggai, who, along with the prophet Zechariah, was a contemporary of the first exiles. And in Haggai 2, verse 9, chapter 2, verse 9, it is is clear. The glory of this latter temple, Haggai says, shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. You see, God was in the process of fulfilling a grand plan with eternal and universal implications that transcended these exiles and even the entire Jewish diaspora. The completion of the temple and the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem were critical to the success of the entire plan of salvation first articulated in Genesis 3.15. Soon after the fall of our first parents and long before the father of the Jewish nation even appeared on the scene, but what is so exciting is that God depended on men like Ezra, a priest and teacher of the law, governors such as Zerubbabel and Nehemiah, and prophets such as Haggai and Zechariah, all working together at different times to achieve His divine plan. And what was the result? Well, Ezra 6, 14 and 15 records it well. So the elders of the Jews built, and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo. And they built and finished it according to the commandments of the God of Israel and according to the command of Cyrus, Darius, and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. Now the temple was finished on the third day of the month at Adar, which was in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. And in the book of Nehemiah it is recorded that the walls of Jerusalem were, were rebuilt after much discouragement and opposition much of it from within. But the divine plan was fulfilled despite these obstacles put forward by, put forward by the arch enemy, which was, the, which, and this was a temple and a city that the Messiah came to over 500 years later. A fulfillment of a grand plan. So what is the relevance to our topic tonight? Why media? And to the Life and Health Network? Well, four years ago, in the year 2006, we gathered in this same city of San Diego for a second AMEN conference. On a Saturday night, just like this, with many of our medical and dental students attending like tonight, earlier during that Friday lunch period, we had some focus groups meet, network, and brainstorm as to how we can advance AMEN's mission of medical evangelism. One of these groups was called the media group, chaired by our own board, chair, a board member at that time, Lauren Barton. She related to me the energy and enthusiasm that group shared for Amen to have a presence in media. And as specifically, the vision was entertained as to Amen having a satellite channel totally dedicated to medically evangelistic health programming. Our presenter that Saturday night had attended a focus group on media and he brought before us that night in a powerful way the potential for that vision. After a review of biblical and spirit of prophecy statements relevant to that vision, he closed by asking a very straightforward and simple question to the audience who was there, and a much smaller audience than tonight, I must say. His question was, it was just a question, what if every physician and dentist in attendance today would only come at $10,000 toward this vision. A statement of a vision. A medical student walked down the aisle, took off his name tag, and some of them are here tonight, some of them are practicing actually, took off his name tag and placed it on a platform right here as a symbol of his commitment. Soon after that a total of 50 other people, 49 other people came up here at that location where we were, and left their name tags as a symbol of their commitment, totaling approximately half a million dollars, more which, most of which has since been received. As President of the at that time, I was troubled by what appeared to be a disregard of protocol. But in the end, I firmly believe, moved by the spirit myself, I came up here, took off my name tag and placed it right here on this platform and gave my support to that vision. Today I stand before you four years later with no regrets as to having done that. Over the past four years as I've reflected on this signal event in our organizational history, amen, I'm reminded that many times in the history of God's people He often used these unconventional methods to communicate to His people. In the days of Ahab, he sent Elijah to rebuke the apostate king with a prediction of drought in the land. And I did not think that Elijah followed protocol at that time. After about three and a half years of that drought, he challenged all Israel on Mount Carmel to choose that day whom they will serve. I remain convicted four years later that the Lord used an imperfect instrument that night at Amen to challenge us to lift our eyes beyond the known, the comfortable, the predictable, and to venture with him into arena beyond our comfort zone, into the unknown, the unpredictable, to a mindset, a place where the divine is once again sovereign over our hearts, our thoughts and actions, and most critically, our possessions. You see, earlier that day, I had made what I consider to be a sizable faith commitment and amen offering just like most of you have probably done this morning. But in the end, the event had little to do with money. It was an invitation to engage in a partnership with the Almighty and the grand task of re-energizing the right arm so that the great and final message of Revelation 14 may be completed. It is a challenge to all of us to take hold of our role, like the exiles returning from captivity, and rebuilding that temple in the walls of Jerusalem, Just like they saw the great God manifested in their time, we too are invited through our partnership with Him in this effort to enter into that partnership with Him in these last days. In the process, we become spiritually energized and it impacts our entire being and strengthens that personal relationship with Him. So where are we four years later? Well, I confess right before you as a past president of Amen, amen that we dragged on for three years, developing a few programs here and there, but not moving, alight, moving ahead with the original vision which was entertained at night, namely the satellite vision of having that presence. But last year, the board asked me to chair the media committee, which has since been split off to become the AMEN Media Board. From April of this year, when our board received that autonomy and that mandate, it needed to achieve its vision, we on the Amen board have aggressively pursued that original vision. And tonight, on behalf of that board, the Amen Media Board, I'm pleased to report several key accomplishments. Soon after we received that mandate, we incorporated Amen Media in the state of California right here under the name Amen Media Incorporated, which is the official name of which Life and Health Network is how we do business as. Shortly after that, in that same one, we contracted with a satellite company to provide 24-7 satellite presence. And soon after that, in the month of June, we launched a 24-7 satellite presence on the same satellite, Galaxy 19, where you find Hope, 3ABN, and others. During that time, we also prepared our exhibit, which many of you may have had a chance to visit. We also prepared a high impact promotional DVD for our, in time for the ASI luncheon in August of this year, and those of you who are there were able to witness it, and those of you who are not, will see it tonight. We are live streaming on the internet 24 seven, and recently I'm, I'm pleased to announce that the Lord has blessed in such a way that we have been able to uh, obtain a presence on the Roku system, which you'll hear some more about, but it, it basically gives us a viewership of, a, of, of around a million people, who have broadband access. And we were number 85 in the the networks that are on it and the only totally dedicated health channel on that system. Well, the high point of of the developments in AMEN Media has been that we're able, is exactly what is happening here right now. We took on a broad vision of being able to broadcast AMEN, all of our plenary sessions here at AMEN to a wider audience on the Life and Health Network and live streaming on the Internet. And that was a major commitment. This, this evening, this afternoon, before I even was prepared to speak on this, but well, long after I prepared it, I had the, the amazing privilege to sit with Elder Finley, Brian Schwartz and myself who are board members, and, I, and share with him our vision, which he had already seen some being a, a speaker at our ASI luncheon. And I'm pleased at this time to announce that he also has agreed to serve as an advisor to our amen Media Board. And that, for me, is a tremendous development because of, I've said this at, a, at the ASI luncheon, of all the ministers and all the pastors in the entire Seventh-day Adventist Church, I think Elder Finley comes the closest to being a fellow professional with each one of us. He has seemed to have had this great and traumatic amazing understanding of the medical work even though he has never really, quote, practiced medicine the way most of us do. And that was witnessed this morning in his presentation. Well, how does this relate to AMEN's mission? How does Life and Health Network and this whole media venture relate to AMEN's mission to equip and train Seventh-day Adventist physicians and dentists to be effective medical evangelists, which is our mission? See, the AMEN Parent Organization will continue its core mission of AMEN through these annual conferences, through our journal, the Medical Evangelist, and through other initiatives that that the Parent Board will implement. AMEN Media, on the other hand, will provide you the tools through media to complement your efforts to advance medical evangelism in your professional setting, in your church, and in your community. After this presentation that I am currently doing, we will introduce you to some of these tools that you may be able to use. Well, what's our vision for AMEN Media and for Life and Health Network? Well, we, began, we begin on Galaxy 19 targeting a predominantly Adventist audience. The same audience that Hope, 3 ABN, now Amazing Facts, and several others have a presence on. And of course, I mentioned we're now also on the Roku system, which reaches a wider audience. But the next step would be to prepare such high quality medically evangelistic health programs to be able to launch our programs to a wider secular audience, such as Dish and Cable. Because in the end, while it is true that we'll go first, it'll quote, if I can put it that way, the lost sheep of Israel, our own brethren, because there's a tremendous need within our own churches, within our own brethren, everywhere. There's been such a loss of the health message to our own brethren. There's such a tremendous need for revival within. So that is not a bad place to start, right on the satellite. But, But finally, the part that really excites me most as I think of this, is we can, we can envision expanding beyond the boundaries of North America, partir- particularly to areas of the world where it is difficult or impossible for the gospel to be preached, such as the 1040 window, which includes the 1.2 billion people in China and a similar number in India and all of the Muslim world who are yet to hear the gospel before Jesus can come. Amen. And having had the opportunity over the past four years, uh, six years since I've been Amen, to be in both India and China, I have come to a keen understanding of the, of the tremendous challenges we face in those parts of the world. And there is no doubt that a health message, the entering wedge, the right arm, has tremendous potential to make a difference. Well, in summary, through Life and Health Network, we can, we can be the media arm of Amen to function as a right arm of the message via media, opening doors for the proclamation of the three angels' messages of Revelation 14. So, in closing, I remind you of the text above from the prophet Zechariah, the Zerubbabel, just the ending text, for who has despised the day of small things? Another version pushed it this way, who has despised or do not despise the day of small beginnings? Also the words of the patriarch Caleb after spying out a promised land in Numbers 13.30, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. The words of the prophet Zechariah to Zerubbabel during the rebuilding of the temple in Zechariah 4, 6, and 7. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And I close with a few statements from the spirit of prophecy. Council for the Church, page 359. We have nothing to fear for the future except as we shall forget the way the Lord has led us and His teaching in our past history. Testimonies, Volume 5, page 136. To stand in defense of truth and righteousness when the majority forsake us, to fight the battles of the Lord when the champions are few, this will be our test. Christ Subject Lessons, page 331. Many whom God has qualified to do an excellent work accomplish very little because they attempt little. And finally, Ministry of Healing is a true favorite of mine, page 159. There is no limit to the usefulness of One who, putting self aside, makes room for the working of the Holy Spirit upon his heart and lives a life wholly consecrated to God. So today, I believe a man is called to the work of advancing the right arm of the ministry in our church where it truly becomes, again, a powerful instrument in his hands to accomplish a final proclamation of the three angels' messages of Revelation 14. Life and Health Network seeks to do that using media. I invite you to join us in this great and noble task. After this presentation, this brief presentation I have done, you will see a media presentation on the Life and Health Network, followed by a presentation of how you can use Life and Health Network as a tool in your professional setting. Finally, and most importantly, we would like to extend an invitation to you to make a tangible financial contribution to this affiliate ministry of Amen. So as you witness... The rest of this of our program tonight. Please take hold of the envelope on your seat and prayerfully consider what would be your commitment as a steward, as a steward of the means the Lord has entrusted to you. Let us pray as I close this segment. Eternal God and Father in heaven, we thank you that you are sovereign. The Scripture says that you stretch out the heavens, you uphold the foundations of the earth, and you give breath to man today as we contemplate the task that we have taken upon us through media, we we just ask for your divine blessing. We pray that you will accompany us in the remaining part of this program. May it be truly uplifting and most importantly, above all, draw us to a closer relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. We shall proceed to the media segment.
1: Life and Health focuses not only on the prevention of disease, but it focuses on the integration of the whole person, physical, mental, and spiritual dimensions of health. There are many people who actually understand the root causes of disease, but they feel so weak, they feel powerless in their lives, they can't make the transformational change and the lifestyle change that is so necessary.
2: Life and health slogan is, life begins now. Now, I would tend to agree in general. Uh, I mean, life begins when life begins. But what you make of it starts right now. Do you want to sort of sit around and and be a victim? Do you want to sit around and just go with the flow, just react? to what's going on around you? Or do you want to seize the reins of control in your life and actually make a difference? Once you decide that that's what you're gonna do, that's when things really begin. That's when things really start to become fun.
0: Depression is very common in our world. Most of us will experience at one time or another extreme sadness or depression for at least a short time. For some people, though, it becomes incapacitating.
2: Is there anything that an individual can do to avoid or
0: treat depression? That's the focus of our discussion today. Welcome to Your Life and Health.
3: Addictions actually lead to depression in many instances. Not, a, not in and of themselves, but combined with other hits will bring about depression.
4: Are you talking about just chemical addictions, such as no. alcohol or tobacco?
3: No, alcohol and tobacco are chemical addictions that can lead to depression. Mm-hmm. But even non-chemical addictions, entertainment television can be addictive. Gambling
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, is an addiction hit. The Internet addiction
2: okay.
3: uh, is an addiction hit.
5: Talking about hard to diagnose diseases some of those diseases I just said are very long names confusing Mm -hmm. how common Dr. Diana is this problem does it happen frequently these various illnesses relatively frequently I mean every area or specialty of medicine have diagnoses that are
6: very difficult to make for various reasons but yes Mm -hmm. it unfortunately happens relatively
0: frequently so John what is diabetes
6: well rightly so you get a lot of mail on yes. because a lot more people these days are getting labeled as diabetic I bet it. Now, let's talk about type 2 diabetes okay. this is where your pancreas is making lots of insulin in fact it often makes twice as much insulin as somebody without diabetes it's just the insulin is not working well hmm.
5: Hi, and welcome. My name is Kathy, and today we have with us Jerry Flores, and Jerry is the massage therapist here at Weimar Institute of Health and Education. Jerry, it's thank you for being with us today.
6: first came here you had great results cancer went into remission is that correct? correct correct and then you said in our first interview that you slipped off the program and that happened gradually well it's
0: I guess it's, it, it's like eating a candy bar an ice cream cone it just well I'm gonna have a nibble you know a nibbles not gonna hurt me yes and then pretty soon you know the whole thing's gone and you go for another one and yes. another one and it's kind of like backsliding yes and this is what happened to me
7: cholesterol is an important part of every cell in the body. In fact, uh, the membrane or the wall that lines uh, the cell, that actually encloses the cell, has cholesterol in it. And it actually has a very important role at making sure that that membrane operates efficiently.
3: Uh, you say, Well, I don't have cancer. Most of us have cells that become cancerous on a regular basis. But fortunately, our immune system is able to detect those cells and destroy them before they become a problem to us.
1: When does life begin? Is it when you see that you are part of a larger family? Does it begin when you experience the wonder of the world around you? Or the moment you are aware there exists something greater than yourself. Maybe life begins every time you grow taller, acquire new skills, or achieve major goals. Perhaps life begins when your life is intertwined with another. Or the moment you create a life of your own. There are so many reasons to celebrate life. And discover new ways we can mentally and physically grow. But what happens to life when you realize it all comes to an end? when you've been dealt a bad hand, never had a chance, or that your mind and body is a slave to any number of addictions? What happens when the luster of life is missing, passed you by, and no religious spark has inspired you to be born again? What life is there for those whose life never began? Introducing Life and Health Network, a place where we can leave the past behind us Explore the choices before us and find answers to those hard-to-ask questions. Together we will restore life and find the courage to begin again. Life and Health Network. Life begins now. Our journey to discover the mission and purpose of Life and Health Network begins in the grass-covered plains and mountains of New Mexico where a minister and his family live beyond the reaches of the fast pace of city life. However, not even seclusion in the rural countryside can protect a family from the scarring effects of lifestyle choices.
2: Take my father's situation for instance. Here was a guy in his mid-sixties, generally healthy, strong, active. He was out doing what he loved to do. He was out as a sportsman's club. They were cutting brush that day. All of a sudden, my father puts his chainsaw down, turns it off, and falls over on the ground. When they found him, he was dead. There was nothing that could be done. That was it. Life was over. You can't imagine what kind of a hole that left in our hearts. To this day, my mother has been alone 13 years. My dad never got to see his grandchildren, who would have enjoyed him so much. Not only is he gone... But he's left behind a grief in our hearts. Had my father understood and applied the principles of lifestyle that we're seeking to communicate on Life and Health Network, it's very doubtful that he would have suffered such an early death.
3: Many of the diseases that face mankind today can be prevented just through lifestyle measures. We want people to know about that. We also want people with diseases to realize that there are some lifestyle changes that can make a very positive impact. In fact, possibly even reverse their disease entirely if you're on a lifestyle that encompasses sunlight, regular exercise, good nutrition. This can be the catalyst to actually completely change their life in a positive way. We can actually change the expression of our genes through lifestyle.
2: When I started looking at my family history, everybody in my family had cholesterol levels of 3 to 400. My father, my grandfather, my other grandfather, my aunt. The last time I had my cholesterol checked, it was 125. I know from experience that these principles that we're communicating on Life and Health Network, they really do make a difference.
1: Untold millions in America, are susceptible to a similar fate as Skip's father, unaware that their recovery is simply a prayer away. We travel now to the rolling hills of Kentucky and Ohio to visit two medical doctors whose commitment to healing and treating disease is only surpassed by their desire for prevention. Dr. Naren James practices family medicine at the Bluegrass Clinic in Stanford, Kentucky, and has rotations at area hospitals throughout the county. Much of Dr. James Day is spent treating patients afflicted with the same diseases and addictions.
0: I had an interesting encounter today in the office with a gentleman who came to me because his his blood pressure was so elevated. He called me two days consecutive elevated blood pressure so I asked him to come in and see me and uh, in the encounter with him while I was listening to his heart I noticed he had a pack of cigarettes in his his, uh, pocket and so I I touched and I reminded him that this is part of his problem. There's no doubt in the healthcare setting, we see the sin problem face to face. People who have this void in their lives that is being filled by something else. And so often when I talk to individual patients, particularly in the area of addiction, you need to quit smoking or you need to quit the alcohol or you need to quit eating this or that, they'll remind me that that is probably one or two of the few things left that they're living for. Dr. James often prays with his
1: patients. He introduced prayer when he realized that without God's intervening power, most, if not all of his patients, are enslaved by their addictions.
0: We as human beings have this innate tendency towards habits that are inherently self-destructive. And what is so unfortunate is that these folks are, are more and more becoming aware of it, but seem unable to make that transition from the knowledge that they now have to the ability to implement it. God
3: brings the ability to actually experience uh, changes permanently. Uh, for instance, when people are in the throes of addiction, uh, it's very clear that there's not a medicine on the planet. There's not some sort of methodology that's going to help them overcome that addiction for the rest of their life. A strong tendency
0: to relapse unless there is a spiritual transformation that takes place. And so with that is comes the tremendous need to engage them in that spiritual encounter of recognizing that they cannot do it without the creator's help. As an interventional cardiologist,
1: Dr. Brian Schwartz jumps between operating rooms at area hospitals in Kettering, Ohio trying to buy precious time for his patients through the latest technological advances. But Dr. Schwartz is convinced that if we're unable to reach the spiritual heart of individuals through venues such as Life and Health Network, the healthcare crisis in America is only going to escalate.
7: I think we have a great opportunity to present a different message than what modern healthcare is, is giving the world right now. There's been a huge focus on controlling costs but nothing in the current healthcare program is gonna cut the cost of of medicine. We're in a healthcare environment where the focus is on treating disease, and the only thing that's really gonna make a difference is preventing disease. It's estimated that between 70 and 90% of the heart disease that I treat every day is due to lifestyle. So with our rich American diets, um, lack of exercise, stress, obesity, which has just become an epidemic on the rise, all those forces are are promoting um, heart disease, stroke, um, many other lifestyle diseases that could be completely prevented. And until the American modern healthcare system and until um, healthcare uh, focuses change to prevention, that's just going to keep going up through the roof as far as costs.
1: In the high-paced society of Western culture. People have filled the void in their lives with habits that ultimately consume happiness itself. Without God, most if not all will be unable to break the cycle and remain enslaved to their condition.
2: What happened to my father is by no means unique. Obesity, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, all of these diseases are on the rise.
7: We're living in a high pressure, super stressed out world where people just don't have enough time to get things done and so they neglect their family they neglect worship they neglect um, recreation and things that can help restore their soul
3: and many people even though they're living they're really not living they're not living an abundant life they're not enjoying their life they're uh, caught in all the complications of their poor lifestyle may not even recognize their lifestyle as poor But as a result of Life & Health Network, they're going to learn a better way, and they're not only going to learn a better way, they're going to be provided the motivation necessary to really launch their life now from this time forward.
1: Even though Life & Health Network is in the infancy stage of its launch, it is committed to prescribing the best medicine available for gaining and maintaining optimal health, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ.
7: And as Seventh-day Adventists with our message, we have a message that's very much focused on getting to the root of the problems that lead to obesity, getting to the root of overeating, getting to the root of a healthy lifestyle that includes exercise, a low-fat diet, the ability to take a day off a week and and worship and uh, have a Sabbath rest. All these things have been uh, demonstrated as having a benefit to longevity of health but also of good quality of health.
3: The Apostle Paul said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. When we allow the divine to influence us, we can overcome anything and any addiction, no matter how severe it's been.
0: That there is a loving creator out there whose desire for them is only the very best, that they may prosper and be in good health. And so I believe that through the Life and Health Network, we have that opportunity to share a very positive message, an actual invitation through each program that we have to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and therefore experiencing health not only for now, but for eternity.
2: Life and Health Network is not about entertainment. Entertainment is cheap. You can find it anywhere. Life and Health Network is about sharing life-changing principles with people. Come find the joy of living above your family health history or even your current condition. Come find the satisfaction of regaining control of your lifestyle choices. Come experience the peace of trusting to a loving God who gave His life for you to give you health for life and life forever.
1: To learn more about Life and Health Network, call 866-905-WELL. That's 866-905-WELL. W-E-L-L, or visit us online at www.lifeandhealthnetwork.tv.
5: Aaron, uh, I thought that one of those uh, pictures showed your office. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. Yeah, that is correct, Lorraine.
5: Um so how long have you had Life and Health Network in your office?
0: Well, uh, soon after the network was launched, I, obviously I was interested to see what the response would be for my patients, so it's probably soon after that, within a, within a, couple, a month after or so. And,
5: and what have you noticed? Do you, ha- ha- do you have at least one story you can tell me?
0: Well, we have two offices in the state of Kentucky, obviously. about 20 miles apart, and we, we have the network in both offices through Galaxy 19. And I get positive responses all the time, but one of them really stands out to me was a lady named Shawna, who is who who is a real, one of my more sickly patient, I like to put it, depressed, fibromyalgia, lupus, you name it. And uh, she came in to me and she said, before I could even begin in Congress, she said, where can, I get that, where can I get that program you have out there? And so I asked her, I said, what program are you talking about? And that's when, fortunately, I had been looking at a program at home just before I came over. So when she started relating to the program to me, I realized she was looking at an interview by Don McIntosh with Skip McCarthy. And Skip, if you get the, this is an excellent program, he does a program on stress in which he talks about events in your life, your belief system, and how that filters and how that, stre- how that affects your stress ability and she was really impressed with that and it truly enhanced and transformed her. So I told her she could get it on the web and with broadband and so forth.
5: Thank you, all right. Um, Jerry, come on over. Uh, this is Jerry Calaroso and Jerry, can you tell me what you're doing for Life and Health Network?
8: Um, uh, That would be uh, technical operations director, I think would be the official title, Um, probably uh, the author of How to Start a Television Station for Dummies.
5: That's right. So, um, you know, we have been just absolutely blessed. You know, Naren said it has taken us four years, basically, but all of a sudden, God is putting together a team that you cannot believe. You've probably seen the the young man over there. Mark Phillips. And he looks like he's just running the camera, but he was the one that produced this wonderful trailer that we have. Wasn't that a wonderful piece of, uh, you know, he's so talented, okay? And the other night, the other night when we were doing some filming right here, I said to him, have you learned anything by working with us, Mark? And what did you say, Mark? <laughs> Real fast, can I, yeah. So what did you say?
2: Well, I, I don't know what the question is, but the, this is what I want to say, that in, in, in our industry, in the creative industry, they always say location, location, location. And from the very inception when I first got to know everyone at Amen, I realized that it's not location, location, location. It was God, God, God. And you guys made the video happen because it's genuine It's actually happening, and it's in you. And I've done a
8: lot of videos for a lot of people, and nothing inspired me so far more than Amen, by by far. Thank you so much. That's all I'm going to say.
5: Okay. (laughs) 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 All right. Okay. And Jerry, uh, a lot of people may not have a satellite in their home right now. Maybe they don't even know how to get Life and Health. But you have something. uh, You can tell us um, how they go online to get the satellite and, and... to know how to put the satellite up just just real briefly tell us how they do that
8: um, well uh, the easiest way is to uh, go to the website and you can get all the information lifeandhealthnetwork.org uh, uh, and you can order um, the satellite from there so as far as the satellite television
5: network just go to our website yeah so that's lifeandhealthnetwork.org or tv or lots of other things Dot-com So uh, we have another exciting idea. I've never even heard of this before. Anybody ever heard of what is it? Roku. Roku. Tell us what is the Roku. Uh,
8: well, uh, the Roku is what I would say is next. Um, you know, I, we um, our company uh, we we work with a lot of new technologies, and uh, we have uh, what, right now. Is it on the screen? Great. Um, I am happy to say right now what you're looking at is a beta app um, uh, called the Roku. Um, How many, just curious, how many people have heard of the Roku? Okay. Um, It's essentially an internet um, cable box. You know, cable, think, internet TV. And it's, uh, there's over one million units sold. They've been in business for about two years. Uh, They're going public next year. And uh, if you read any of the latest articles, they're still um, leading the Apple TV, Google TV conversation. So we're the first, um, basically, uh, health program on this network. So what you have is a box, and I should probably, Jeremy, could you grab the box, uh, the Roku box for me? and I'll show it to you. Um, But what we're seeing here is uh, actually the Life and Health Network channel. And uh, what we're having here, no, that's not it. Uh, What we have right here are the the different programs, and each program will have a channel. Um, So we're really excited about this because Uh, There's only 84, or we're the 85th channel, but essentially uh, we expect a lot of viewers to uh, come into us here the next few weeks. So we're really excited to, um, essentially all you need is an internet connection. Uh, Here we go. Jeremy is one of our, actually our uh, programming manager. So he is, um, so this is, uh, you can't see, it's just a small little box. It costs $60. You need internet access. You have an HD TV. it's HD. And uh, it's, a, it's a real easy way to get the programming. And what's really great about it is it, it, it actually, um, it's very much outreach. So what we have here is um, a, an effort that is putting us along the lines of, you know, people buy this box because they want to watch Netflix or rent videos or Hulu or Major League Baseball. And uh, life health, you know, we pray it's up there and, and uh, they're going to add it. That's what our prayer is.
5: Thanks a lot. Okay, uh, Skip. Skip, we have something else that's quite new. In fact, it's new as of when?
2: It it is uh, available tonight.
5: Starting tonight, uh, we have an app that is Life and Health Network that you can download for free. And uh, how do they do that?
2: Can we have that on? Thank you very much, those of you at the back. First of all, how many of you have one of these? Raise your hand. Well, not too many. Um, But they are becoming wildly popular, the tablet uh, solution. And in fact, one of the main areas that the tablets are being used in industry settings is in medical offices and in hospitals. Uh, how would you like to be able to take something like this, hand it to a patient while they're, being, while you're, while they're waiting, and just say, here, I, I think you would find some of the videos on here very, quite interesting. Would you like to be able to, how many of you would like to be able to do that? Okay, there's, th- this has the potential for use in your office. So what I have here on the screen is just a couple of screenshots from our brand new Life and Health Network mobile app. Uh, this shows kind of the way the videos are laid out over here on the left side of the screen. Uh, the middle is the uh, splash screen. Then the next slide shows an example of uh, video quality as you can see it's I mean it, it looks better on I mean these projectors aren't that bright, but on your uh, iPad screen it's really nice. It looks great yeah and then um, That's what it looks like on your iPad screen. It's the bottom row, not the very bottom, but the uh, next to the bottom row, third one to the right. So basically, it's a free app. We've bundled a lot of video in there, so you don't need an internet connection to use it. And we are going to be updating the app periodically and adding new features. One of the features we hope to add soon is the ability to project what's on the iPad, and what's showing on uh, the Life and Health Network mobile app onto, into a video projector to use it in your church or in uh, some type of uh, health evangelistic meetings. Uh, so that's what's coming on the horizon, and uh, we hope you'll pray for us as we uh, work on the development of this particular app.
5: And uh, one of our dreams, uh, we haven't gone very far on this yet, is to get this into every Adventist hospital. We'd also like to get it into every one of your offices as well, right?
2: Right. We are currently in discussion with Glendale Adventist Medical Center. This is uh, one of the first hospitals that we're working with. They are interested uh, in putting Life and Health Network into their cadre of uh, options for viewing in the hospital setting. We're going to be expanding our... uh, Outreach to Adventist hospitals, including Adventist AHS West, and other uh, systems around the country.
5: Thank you very much, Skip. Skip is our administrative director for AMEN and also helps us uh, tremendously with AMEN Media. Thank you very much, Skip. All right, Terry. (laughs) Okay, Terry, uh, I'd like to ask you a a real simple question. Uh, Where do you practice medicine?
6: Um, I, I'm the patient. <laughs> I, I'm in Bakersfield, California.
5: Okay. And um, uh, you have told me once about somebody that you have been able to share life and health um, programs with. Can you tell me a little bit about that story?
6: Well, actually, it started when you started, uh, when you started developing your DVDs on medicine and uh, Naren, uh, you had given me several DVDs, and Naren had also. And I've used those in Bible studies with uh, people, especially when you start studying uh, the health um, aspect of the Bible and the New Testament where it's so perverted as to what people think about um, what health is all about what food is all about. But uh, the most meaningful one of those things that happened just recently, uh, Naren had given me a, a couple of tapes, I got a call from a friend of mine that uh, we actually were went through college together. This was before I was an Adventist, and uh, we were both on wrestling scholarships. And he wrestled at 137. And I hadn't seen uh, Charles for probably uh, 10 years. Uh, I'd been an Adventist for uh, like 33 years now. And after I became an Adventist, we, you know, most your friends go away. And <clears throat> but Charles. Always had that respect, and anytime I saw him, you know, I, I could you, you could just tell when somebody still has that for you, and so we remained good friends, but I haven't seen him for about 10 years, and <clears throat> uh, I got a call from him uh, just uh, recently, and, uh, you know, he was uh, not doing well, and uh, he needed some advice on an attorney, and so we talked more and found out he had had a quadruple bypass and had diabetes, and signs of Parkinson's. So I went to see him, because that, that didn't sound good to me as far as <coughs> longevity is concerned. So I, I went to see Charles, and uh, I just... <coughs> uh, when I walked in the south, Sandy, his wife, let me in, and I, when I walked in the living room and I saw him, I told my you know, you're just not used to seeing... Uh, somebody like that, you know, that your friend that weighed 137 pounds now, now weighed 260 and five 5'8". Uh, literally, his stomach was out beyond his knees when he sat up, and it was hard for him to set up. His wife said it took about 15 minutes to get out of bed every day. And uh, so we talked, and uh, I, I, he told me, you know, what was going on in his life. And I said, what are the doctors saying? And he said, well, there's, there's nothing I can do about the diabetes. I've got to take this medication. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're not telling me anything about the heart disease. And I you know, I, I'm just wanting to say so badly these people are idiots. But you can't really do that because, you know, I don't have the credentials to say he, they're an idiot. <laughs> <coughs> so, uh, you know, we, we talked for a while, and, and I, I told him about Weimar. And, but I could tell there was a resistance there with him and his wife because they had their... Doctors who they had a lot of confidence in, as most people do, I believe. And so when I went home, I told him I said, "I'll, I'll come back tomorrow and bring something." I didn't know what I was going to bring, but I thought about the two uh, DVDs that Darren uh, that Darren had just given me. And so I took him back over to him. I said, "Charles, will you watch this?" He said, "Sure, Terry, I'll, I'll watch it." And so he watched these two DVDs. And uh, he and his wife are Roman Catholic. And uh, um, I'd never been able to talk to him, really, about spiritual things because it was just kind of a block. And uh, he watched those two DVDs, and he called me the next day. He said, I just can't believe this. He says, I just can't believe that I've been lied to like this. At, at any rate, it's been, I believe it's been six weeks now. He's gone totally vegan vegetarian. He's lost 15 pounds. He's feeling better, and he's asking for Bible studies. And so, you know, I, I just I just want to thank, amen, for what you're doing. I, I think everyone that recognizes, you know, your goal, what you're trying to do, this needs to be in every church for the layman, not just for doctors and dentists. <coughs> if the ministers, you know, Ellen White says it's, it's the entering wedge, but it's for the layman, too, to take what you're doing and be able to, to quantify and be able to give the... the uh, Evidence to people about health. And it is the interesting way for us also to be able to get in to give Bible studies, to, to have that credibility. So I just want to thank you for what you're doing.
5: So um, with that kind of um, encouragement, we have another idea that when we produce these uh, DVDs on different subjects, you know, on all the different new start principles, we would like to be able to let you have them as well so that you can do that same thing, you know, to, to pass them out ahead of time if, or if you're giving a, a health lecture or you're doing a cooking school, we can hand people things like that because to every one of these classes that we teach or to people that we meet, sometimes we don't have a really great way of, you know, starting those conversations. So... I think this is a wonderful way we can do a one-on-one outreach. Don't you think that should be in every church, a library of these that you could borrow or you could have yourself? And uh, we'll, we'll let you copy them. We're not, we're not going to uh, be um, saying you can't have this or you know, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Okay? All right. Amen.
4: Thank you so much. You know, uh, as I was preparing uh, some thoughts, I was asking the Lord to please, uh, first of all, um, cleanse my heart and mind so I would have something useful to say. And we've heard a lot of this weekend about that process. Um, the thought came to me that the story of Nehemiah and the building of the wall of Jerusalem was really applicable. And um, I was surprised to find out when I spoke to Naron today that. He had prepared a talk on that very thing. And, you know, we've struggled with, uh, or we struggle with how to allocate resources the Lord places in our hands. We want to know we're listening to the voice of the Spirit. We're not being conned or manipulated. But, you know, when it's time to build a wall, you either build or you don't. So uh, that's the call, I think. And I would say the wall is half built. You know, it's, it's not just in its infancy anymore. We might have to update our trailer Uh, Thanks to the Lord's blessing, a lot has happened. And to the support of those who were here four years ago and who've contributed since then, some in significant ways, uh, the Lord's name is being lifted up and people are being blessed, people are being healed. So as a practical matter, though, it does take funds to do this. So how can you contribute? Well, you see on the card, there's a summary of current needs, and it it wouldn't be... um, I think impossible or unlikely for certain physicians or dental practices to sponsor this at $1,000 a month. I think that's doable. Um, And that is a need. We do need to keep broadcasting to get the signal up, out to the Adventist audience, and then, as Naren uh, spoke, out to the, the more worldwide field. New production is key. And we need funds for that as well. Now, one way to fund new production is to start a lifestyle program, interview patients in your office, and pay somebody to film it. Send it to us and keep supporting the broadcasting and put it up for other people to share in. Uh, we heard one of our speakers this weekend, it uh, was really impressive to me, quoting the spirit of prophecy that our, our patients are not just the patients in our office our whole community. Now, we live in a global community now, so what we put up on satellite goes everywhere. So you want to return on investment, invest your time and your resources in producing something that's good quality, great information, that can really show people that they've been lied to, give them the truth about health, build the wall for them, give them some protection so their soul temple can be built again. So I would encourage each of you to um, let the Holy Spirit speak to your mind. Uh, we're not going to have um, music and, and uh, <laughs> a long time to think about it. You know, it's you and the Lord, and what you and He decide is just fine. But build your part of the wall. It may be a small part of the wall. You may do best working in your own practice, uh, working which, with each individual stone that's being built into the living temple. Uh, you may be able to build a larger portion of the wall and connect the dots a little more. But we need to get the word out in a global fashion, and that's the call. So what I'd like to do is just close with a prayer, and we'll uh, ask the ushers to come forward at this time. And if you've had time to think and you want to make some commitment now, or you've made that commitment, you'd like to uh, let us collect that envelope, we'll do that now. If you want to do that later, that's fine, too. We'll be happy to receive your support at any time. And please, uh, get this material into your office. Uh, Share it with your patients. Share it with your church. Um, Word of mouth is how the best practices are built, is it not? One happy patient tells another happy patient, and pretty soon you have a good reputation in the community because you're helping one person at a time. But it does go from one patient to another, and the faster the information can go, the better it is, and that's what media is about. So let's just pray, and uh, we'll ask the ushers to uh, visit your row here. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for every good gift that comes to us through Christ. We're thankful that whatever happens in our lives and in the lives of our patients is not by might or power, but by your spirit. Pray that we'll always be attuned to your spirit, that we will be uh, dead to self, alive to Christ, we'll be able to share uh, from the living water, uh, to everyone around us. Uh, please guide us, uh, bless in the ways that only you can bless. Thank
0: you in Jesus name. Amen. This media was produced by Audioverse for Amen. Adventist Medical Evangelism Network. If you would like to learn more about Amen, please visit www.amensda.org. Or if you would like to listen to more free online sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.